0: I just, you know, if you're going to do a thing, do it. Don't, don't sit
1: around, like. Don't pussyfoot around. Just get it done. Just get it done. On that
2: note,
3: uh, let's get started.
1: Okay.
2: I was not talking about this.
3: (laughs) Message received.
2: No. Message received. If if you're
3: not enjoying talking to us, then just say that. With that, uh, (laughs) I'd like to welcome
2: everyone to season one, episode three. ...of Nameless Monsters. Mm. Woo! We made it past episode one and two. Hooray. We'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. I am Nate. I am the Keeper. And with us today, we have Heather.
0: I'm Heather. I'm playing Mags, or Margaret, the professional.
2: We have Lester.
1: Yeah, I'm Lester. I'm playing Morris, the uh, Initiate.
2: And we have... Last but certainly not least, Dennis. I'm Dennis. I play Brad the Mundane. Thank you. So who wants to give us the recap of last time? Should I just pick someone?
3: Dennis. Last time on the Nameless Monsters, our heroes are towed into town. Ta- nope, <laughs> what happened last time? I didn't read the notes. Last you time, you literally wrote the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. That doesn't mean I remember what I wrote in those notes. Uh, let's see. Last time on Nameless Monster, our heroes find their way into the town that is not. What is happening here? Why isn't there any Wi-Fi? They make it to the nearest bed and breakfast. They meet a bunch of weirdos who keep asking them the same damn question over and over and over. We meet a creepy guy named Greg at a uh, car repair shop and at a diner, and we just hope to God he's not also at the library. (laughs) Also, there was a house and a a kidnapped dude and a hole in the roof and some other things. Hey, Dennis. Yes? Yes? Hey, how'd how'd y'all get here? (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: (sighs) I quit. I quit the podcast.
0: Please don't quit. Please don't quit. We need Brad.
3: That's a wrap, guys. No, it's fine. We came in on the blue. It was Highway 57.
4: (laughs)
1: outside that lady's house right with the missing husband
2: yes so last we left off you all had investigated a house that had been broken into the kellys the kellys sam kelly was taken away uh much to his wife's dismay and yeah y'all were headed down the road Mm -hmm. to the library i think
1: Oh, yeah. Is there anything going on with uh my weird cat brooch, which is like the signal locator GPS thingy? I remember to ask this time, and it's cat brooch, not cat brooch.
2: <laughs> yes, I want the internet to know that we do know how to say the word brooch.
1: I mistakenly
2: trusted Lester's judgment and will never do so again.
1: I spent all of last session so focused on not mispronouncing brooch. And then I forgot to ask about the cat thing in the first place. <laughs> and then this time, just immediately got to avoid pronouncing just like, down. said it wrong again anyways.
4: <laughs>
2: so you get out the cat brooch and look at it and its eyes. They are flashing quickly with... Only a second or two between the flashes.
1: All right. So I guess, uh, I guess that, that guy I'm looking for is uh, somewhere around here. I don't think they actually gave me too much information about that. The guy you're looking for?
0: No, did you I totally did.
1: That? Yeah, you did. It was uh, back when,
3: I? when you sort of bumped into oh, the tree yeah, yeah, and yeah, broke I had, your like, headlight. panic
1: attack. You know? yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm mentioned sorry. the guy you were going yeah, to try yeah. to find. I got to go
1: find that guy. Uh, I'll do that later, but if your
0: little locator thing is- fi- wait a loc- okay, I'm very confused. Is this a I lower my voice and look around, is this some sort of magical device?
1: uh they didn't they didn't explain how it worked to me who but I assume so, unless like they chipped that guy who Who is
0: they? Are you a, a, an agent of, of some sort?
1: Oh, uh, I just work for, uh, oh shit, what did we call it? Oh, Salem's Lots, you know, the uh, Crystal Emporium. Uh, if you need any healing crystals, I can set you up real quick. I think I've even got some order forms stuffed in my pocket. <laughs>
0: um, I'm all good on
1: crystals, I think. Thank
0: you can you never though. be too uh, good on
1: crystals. I mean, they're coming up with new diseases all the time, and uh, of course, mental <laughs> whatevers. <laughs> and sometimes there's just cosmic rays interfering uh, with stuff. You got, you need some crystals for that. Everybody knows that.
0: Mm, mm, well,
1: I, I will get a day too many mind. meteors. Thank you. That's gonna be a bad day if you don't have some uh, some amethyst lying around.
2: <laughs> what does amethyst do?
1: Oh, I have no idea. It
3: stops meteors, Nate.
1: Yeah, duh, I just said. <laughs> Weren't you listening? I see. <laughs> yeah. Of course. It was the first rock I could think of that wasn't magnesium, which I think is just like a nutrient. Right, so. Okay, um, so you have a piece of jewelry
0: that is telling you where someone is. Uh, was it flashing like this?
1: Previously, Well, I mean, it's like steadily, it's kind of like a hot-cold type of a thing, you know, the closer I get, the more it flashes. Originally, it didn't like, you know, flashing was real slow, and then it just keeps getting faster.
0: Keeper, have we noticed the
1: flashing at any point previous?
2: It's not that bright. It's like a- it's
1: more like an LED. Yeah,
2: it's like a, a soft glint, let's say.
0: Okay, so we wouldn't have noticed. Probably not.
2: It's not lighting up dark rooms and shit. Okay,
0: fair. Okay, so so you are here to look for this person. I am here uh doing some research. Brad, is there is there some reason you're in this area in particular?
3: Yeah, I got I was sent here by a plaid wizard.
0: Great. I, I think Mag's face is just, like, eyebrows halfway up her forehead, uh, and quizzical face, just frozen mouth open.
1: Uh, uh-huh? I don't know, I think that sounds, like, super legit. Yeah, well,
3: he's not a very good wizard, I don't think, um, but, I mean, I've met him a couple of times, and he, uh, I don't I don't know, man. He just said there was like he did mention the world ending, which sounds serious. Um. Uh so but also I don't know. He's he's mixing and matching his plaids. It's like I don't know what his deal is really, but
2: everyone smells s'mores. Just a, a slight yeah. whiff of s'mores on the breeze.
3: Yeah. But on the off chance that he's correct and this is more than just creepy face spiders uh you know it sounds like morris has kind of an idea of like some of the weirdness of the world and uh you you seem like you're very competent and also like you kind of know about the dirty dealings of sort of the underbelly of uh and he leans in really close (laughs) and goes uh monsters and then gives you like a not subtle at all wink (laughs)
0: uh you you could say that um i look around i i'd honestly rather we didn't here um but but yes yes i um this is this is my job now this is this is what i do and i'm very excited to be here and uh Having this <clears throat> this hands-on experience. Yeah. Okay. We were going to the library. And she turns around and starts walking away. And you guys here are kind of muttering to herself a little bit.
1: Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to fall and step behind, kind of beside Morris. Um, did you just make that up?
1: No, I think it's from Arthur. <laughs>
3: Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, is she, like, our boss now? Like, what's I, going on?
1: She's... I think so. Like, <laughs> that does make the most sense. I mean, I definitely shouldn't be the... I don't know what I'm doing. No, I, yeah, definitely uh, not. She does seem like she knows what she's doing. And I don't want to be in charge. Do you want to be in charge?
3: No, I mean, I usually... <sighs> Most of the time, I kind of work alone. She seems like... like uh,
1: it just feels easier. I'm
3: fine with her being in yeah, charge. Yeah, it just feels
1: easier to just... Yeah.
3: Yeah. I just worry about her... Like, her stress levels <laughs> seem a little elevated, right?
1: You know, I have some crystals that can help with that. You know, she didn't seem super receptive to the crystals, but, like, maybe I can just, <laughs> you know, sneak some in her pockets.
3: Um, you... I mean, you that's an option that you could pursue... But she is a federal agent. so maybe maybe not with the pickpocketing sort of uh, nonsense.
1: But she's like, but well, she's not like you know, CIA black ops, like she's not destabilizing countries in the global South kind <laughs> of federal agent. She's like paperwork federal agent, right? That's what it sounded like.
3: I I don't know, man. let's I, I don't know.
1: Play it by year.
3: Yeah. yeah. okay, okay, good talk. Good talk. all right y'all
2: head to the library before you is a two-story brick building with stone columns in the front and white windows with a door in the middle and it says at the top the great oak library uh it's old but seems to be in okay shape unlike some of the other places in this town. Probably kept up as well as Miss Brown's bed and breakfast, but still has that air of age to it. And I don't want to say dilapidation, but, you know, the paint's getting old. The bricks are pitted. And,
1: it's got some wear and tear.
2: Yeah, it's got some are wear Are
1: there, tear.
0: like, a bunch of cars around? Does it look like there's a bunch of people here today?
2: It does not. There is an old... Old car from probably the thirties. Oh. Uh sitting out front. Oh.
0: Well, that's an impressive vehicle. I wonder if it belongs to uh the librarian here. Could
1: be part of the library. Don't like they've been trying to attract uh young people to libraries. They got all weird sorts of weird stuff at libraries these days. That is true. I guess let's go in. Hopefully we don't need a library card.
0: But um <laughs>
2: You all walk in. Um, The library is dimly lit. Uh, Most of the light coming in is coming in through the windows. You see, as I said before, a multi-floor facility. It is not large by any means, but it's a decent size. At the front is a desk with an old man with round... Gold-rimmed glasses, wearing an old-fashioned cut suit. He's got a little vest on and a bow tie.
1: He's the fanciest person we've seen so far, <laughs> other than uh. What, weren't they all wearing overalls? Other than like, I
2: don't think the mayor was
1: the bed and breakfast.
2: And the man stands up and rips off a rubber mask, and it's just Greg. I'm kidding. <laughs> and
4: he says, "Gotcha!" <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, this old gentleman looks up from what he's reading, and he says, oh, well, um, we don't get a lot of visitors here. You must be new in town.
0: Yes, yes.
3: Brad braces himself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, good morning. Um, We're visitors to the community and hoped that you had a local history section that perhaps we could peruse while we were here.
2: Oh, uh, yes. Yes, of course. Right this way. Uh, he leads you to, like, a microfiche machine that has news articles and things like that. It's a record of, like, town documents, newspaper stuff, um, you know, things like that. Uh, and surrounded by, you know, shelves of whatever the fuck you put in microfiche machines. (laughs)
0: microfiche. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This
1: uh, this library wouldn't happen to have any like library computers, would it? What Morris is asking the librarian. <laughs> uh,
2: the librarian says, "What?
1: Uh, you know, like a you know li- libraries they have those like public public use computers that you can like I don't know ch- check your email on or like look at porn on if you're like a real weirdo, <laughs> you know." They're like, public use. I don't know. Computers. You know what a computer is, right?
2: He gives you a kind of blank stare, and he says, well, the erotica section is right
3: up there. <laughs> it's also on a microfiche.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> microfiche porn. Yeah. Wow.
1: I am going to remember that for later, but uh, no. I, I wasn't looking for erotica. I just, you know- a computer, it's it's a, the machine. You plug it in the wall and there's like a keyboard and you type on it and there's Google, you know. Google? Oh, I don't really know how a computer works, I just assume it's magic.
2: I'm afraid we don't have anything like that here. I'm sorry. Okay, so the
1: library also wouldn't have Wi-Fi then.
0: Huh? Wi-Fi? Why wi- why?
1: Um I wonder if
0: I could also trouble you to use the telephone? Is there a Oh, a
2: telephone. Certainly, certainly. It takes you over to a rotary phone.
1: Ooh, beautiful. That's when I was a kid.
3: Did he have a name plate on his desk or anything? Yes. Yes,
2: he did. Would you like to know the name? Uh, yes, I would, please.
0: <laughs> He's so amused by himself.
2: No, I was covering for me grabbing my random name generator. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Newman. With a C.
0: Did you say Newman or Noonan? Newman, new man. So, with this rotary phone, uh, Mags would like to uh, call her home office. I suppose is the best way to put that. Her supervisor. Um, can I? Can I dial out?
2: Yeah, you get the operator. Hey. Hello, operator.
0: Hello, I need to place a call to a 931 area code, please.
2: Just a moment. You hear clicking. Old switchboard noise. You hear a distorted ring. And it rings a couple of times. And you... hear someone pick up on the other line. And they say...
4: Hello, uh,
0: uh, Hello, Judith. What? Judith, this is this is Margaret. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can't. Oh. Here.
4: Can you? <sighs> oh no.
0: Uh. Oh dear. I I go back to the group looking disturbed and bothered.
1: Phone call not go so good.
0: Phone call didn't go. Uh they couldn't they couldn't hear me and they sounded I I may just need to try a different line. Maybe maybe it was just a bad yeah, connection. I mean it looks
1: like a pretty old phone.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's try and find out something about this weird town, huh?
3: Yeah, I I would like to talk to Mr. Newman. Um, Mr.
2: Newman has gone back to his desk and is sitting down, and he's reading something.
3: Okay, I'm going to walk up, uh, and I'm going to say, Hey, excuse me, Mr. Newman. Uh, Sorry to interrupt your book. Uh, The name's Brad. I had some uh, questions about the town, if you don't mind. Just sort of, like, giving me a general overview. Is that cool? Of course, of course. I'm happy to tell you anything I can remember. All right, cool. So, it, well, first of all, like, I, did you hear about Mr. Kelly? No, I didn't. What what happened? Well, apparently he's gone missing and uh, you know, his wife seemed pretty torn up about it. I didn't know if that was like uh, I mean, do people like go missing? often around here. I know it's a small town in the in the kind of the woods. So I didn't know if that was a common occurrence or why don't you roll investigate a mystery. There we go. All right. Uh that is a 7. That's a mixed success.
2: All right. So, on investigate a mystery, I believe you get to hold
3: one. What would you like to spend that hold on? Let's see. I think I'm going to go, what sort of creature is it? Uh, But I'm going to try to frame it as sort of like, you know, are there any good urban legends in the area? Or do people tell, like, ghost stories? Is there, like, a a local Mothman kind of situation that might explain what we have been seeing out there in the woods?
2: Local legends? Mothman? No, I don't really know of anything quite like that. This is a fairly quiet and
3: normal town. Okay, yeah. Normal is definitely the word that I would use to describe it.
4: <laughs>
3: okay, yeah, so um, I guess that's all I've got. L- so, with that
2: question, what I will tell you, because he can't tell you information that he doesn't know, right? Right there is a hesitancy in his voice before he answers and it looks like he goes to try and remember something Hmm. in a way you can see that kind of look on somebody's face you know when they're yeah reminiscing um and he kind of shakes himself out of it and then says he can't remember anything or he doesn't know of anything. There isn't anything
3: like that. Huh. Mm. okay. Hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you, I guess. Uh, you've been very helpful. Um, enjoy your book, and we'll
2: uh, talk to you later, maybe. Yes, of course. Anything you need. I'm, I'm
3: here f- to help. Thank you, sir. I'm going to go and find Mags. What's Mags doing?
0: By this point, I'm trying to shake off the weird phone call and not give myself bad energy from it. And I'm going through the microfiche stacks. Are they like, are they labeled by date? Are they newspaper dated June 17th, 2019? You know, that kind of thing? Or what's the, what's the, what's the reference sitch here? the ref sitch
2: yeah so there are categories and then dates
0: okay uh are there any categories that are like specifically local news or i yes, don't know city there is council no world news. or okay um so is it like i don't care about anything about the local high school right uh, i want more general locality than that
2: Sure, sure, sure. Why don't you roll Investigate a Mystery? Why
0: don't I?
2: And while that is going on, can Lester...
1: Yeah, what up?
2: Will you give me three things that makes this library seem quite old and out of date?
1: I was actually going to have Morris look around to see when the, like, what kind of dates the books were from. But, um... Maybe. That's
2: perfectly fine. He can do that, too. But I, I wanted somebody to do this.
1: Oh, can there be, like, old as fuck, like, presidential election posters? <laughs> and, like, there's nothing more recent than, like, I don't know, Eisenhower?
2: Ooh, what about, like, presidential portraits?
1: Yes. And it only goes up to, like, I almost said 40, but that's how many we, like, <laughs> we're only at, like, 45 or 46. Uh, like It only goes up to maybe, like... Twenty-one Nick or something. 70.
2: Yeah, I think it goes. I think it's before that. I think it's earlier than that.
1: Uh, maybe it stops at Wilson Woodrow Wilson. Wow, sure. That'd be number
4: twenty-eight, nineteen,
1: thirteen, and nineteen twenty-one. Perfect. So the First World War. Uh, and you said three things total. Um, you know how really old plastics. Get that weird yellow cream color, like they turn that color. Yeah. All the plastics there all the plastics in this place are that color. There's not a single like white plastic in this entire place. Same with
2: I would even go so far as to say there is not much much plastic here.
1: Yes. Right. Things that like normally we would think is plastic is also just glass most of the time. Yeah. Or even like metal for some things. Um. Oh, instead of a water fountain, there's like Shit, there was like I think back in the day they would just have like drinking ladles and then like a water <laughs> spout.
2: Perfect. All right. Heather. Investigate a mystery. 6. 6. Yep. A failure.
0: I cannot make heads or tails out of this system.
2: Oh, no. The microfiche machine breaks. Oh, no. And.
0: (laughs) Oh, Mr. Newman, I'm so sorry.
2: Oh, that's okay. This thing goes out all the time. And he says he gets out a little sign and put it's an out of order sign. And he puts (laughs) it on the Uh. on the machine. These things are so unreliable.
0: Very, very sensitive. Uh, I wonder if there's maybe records of of town hall minutes, maybe? Something, something I can't tear up? <laughs> uh,
4: <laughs> any
0: Anything like that?
2: Hmm. Uh, would they have that? Is that something that they would have? I don't know. I don't know either. Why do I have to decide? Oh, God.
0: Because you're the keeper.
2: Oh, God. Oh, this is I the quit. job. I'm out. See you later.
0: <laughs> no, come back.
2: <laughs> I don't know what people have in libraries. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to a library.
0: Libraries are so great.
2: I know. I know. They have so much stuff. They have like, Libraries
0: have all sorts of shit. N- old
2: newspapers and stuff. Like, like on like...
0: the spindles. I always loved those.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They oh, have yeah. that.
0: Well, I'll at least go read through that. I guess with the six, I don't...
2: I will let you roll Investigate a Mystery one oh, more Oh, you're time. so
0: benevolent.
2: I
3: am. Can I Can I go... I was looking for her anyway. Can I offer to help? I can read. If Absolutely. She, if she tells me what I'm yeah, looking for. Yeah, you're
2: both searching through all of these? That's, that is help enough. Good God. Indeed. What an epic task.
3: Okay, so I roll to see if I add to her roll, mm-hmm. right?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh and what do I add? That's a charm or what do you what do you do for help out? Cool. I have a plus. So that's a 10. Woo! All right. So you get plus 1 to your roll.
0: That's perfect. And that also gets me up to a 10.
2: All right. You hold two.
0: Okay. let in a mystery.
3: Ask your questions.
0: Um I guess Is wizard here. What did you say?
3: I said, is the plaid wizard here? He's just
0: <laughs> Uh Um so I guess because, you know, we're trying to figure out the town. So I guess the chief question is, what is being concealed here?
2: So what is being concealed here is the fact that there are tons of missing pages. From newspapers and documents and things like that. These are not full accounts. And the other thing being concealed here is that you cannot find any record of bad things happening here. Oh. There's no accidents. There's no accidental deaths. There are obituaries. But the obituaries just... Say people died of natural causes and things like that.
0: Wow. Fascinating. Um I mean, I guess the only other one that makes sense is what happened here. Because all the rest are kind of creature related.
2: Right. Not yeah.
0: what I was looking yeah. for.
2: So I think that the main thing that you see
4: is, here it is. Here's what happened. Before the 1890s,
2: there are accounts of accidents and things like that happening. After the 1890s and during the 1890s, there is a stretch where there really isn't any news. There's no newspaper articles. There's nothing. And then everything just kind of picks
4: back up again. Except it's all happy.
0: So how how long is this gap?
2: That gap is about a year or two in the ni- 1890s. But also there's not tons of records from those times anyway. Those, that's quite a long time ago. And that place this place was little more than like an outpost at
4: those times. Sure. Hmm. Interesting. Morris. Yes. What would you like to do?
1: I was going to investigate just kind of the general book collection of the library. Like, are there any modern releases here? And like, about what time period most of the releases seem to be?
2: Roll Investigate a Mystery for me.
1: Is this a
0: pre or post Grisham Society?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I rolled a four.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a Are co- you guys marking experience at least? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're just well.
1: a trio of dum-dums.
2: That's great. Dennis succeeded.
1: We're just a pair of dum-dums. Hey, and I succeeded, too. There's one
2: for two. Yeah. You're one for two. With my health. Yeah
1: a team effort. Fair enough. Morris is a dum-dum. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Morris, uh, I gotta think up a hard move for you, my dude. What it says for Investigate a Mystery When You Fail is interesting.
0: Don't like how your voice turned
1: saying that.
2: Well, I don't want to tell y'all what you know, what happens. I don't want to be too meta about it. So... You are just looking around at books, you pick a couple off of the shelves, and you see books from various points in time. Nothing new, nothing within the last 30 years or so, maybe 40 years even. But what the audience sees, and what you do not see, is a shadowy shape move between the stacks
1: that's fun
2: and we see like from the point of view of someone else we see it the camera is like kind of peeking around a corner right peeking around a stack looking at you and you close a book and look up and it pulls back and that's my hard move
1: Oh, you know what? Would this library have any, like, uh, occult type shit?
3: Hmm.
1: Because, like, sometimes libraries got, like, weird-ass religious sections.
3: Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too.
1: Or, like, I know when I was in college, I, like, checked out, like, a 600-page book about alchemy that they just had.
2: So, you have directly asked a question, and I will give it an answer. <laughs> You do not find anything like that. There is no religion section. There is no alternate religion section. There is no occult section. There is nothing. Does this
1: library have the Dewey lines? Decimal System? That just occurred to me. Like,
2: When was that invented? I'm looking oh, it up. it's way older. Than...
1: 1876.
2: Sure, it has the Dewey Decimal System.
1: So it, having zero religious books is super weird. Because like... And they always have some.
2: You do think that is strange. There isn't even a Bible.
1: Hmm. Okay, so this is either a town of like hardcore atheists.
0: Well, given that the mayor invited us to church on Sunday, I don't think it's that.
1: Maybe it's a church too. Yeah, okay, yeah. So they like. Yeah. All right, I'll give you this one, Mags. <laughs> Thanks. They're not atheists. Thanks, Morris.
2: I mean, she is the boss so I don't know.
1: (laughs) That's right, I shouldn't give the boss lip. I'll get fired or something. Oh my gosh. I'll garnish my paycheck. Mags
0: is not the boss, she said in a bossy tone.
2: We are so grateful for the enthusiasm and support we've received from the Cast Junkie Discord community. If you enjoy our show, you might enjoy this one too. Grab some popcorn and find your seats. Monster of the Week actual play podcast $2 Creature Feature returns for season two on February 22nd. This season, we'll see a whole new crew of hunters confronting the mysteries at the heart of the town of Jupiter Hollow.
1: I'm Megan Murphy. I'm playing Zelda Wardwell. The flake oh wait i'm supposed to protect people too that's like what heroes
4: do i'm nyelder playing eric ashrin the crooked let's
1: just say i don't ask questions that
2: involve textbooks i ask questions that involve cash
0: i'm laura mcmillan and i'm playing tammy joe Marple, your hometown home finder i'm here to make deals with the good people of jupiter hollow but i already made a deal of my own tammy joe is the monstrous
2: and i'm mr ray i play everything that tries to kill these people and if you enjoyed our first season you ain't seen nothing yet. New episodes every other Tuesday wherever podcasts are found.
4: Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to
2: So I would say it's about noonish at this point. Stomachs are growling a little bit.
0: I think that perhaps, uh, unless we want to risk Greg's fine cuisine, uh, maybe it's best if we go back to the B and B. If you all are amenable yes. to that,
3: yeah. I don't remember when Greg said that we, he would have the vehicles ready. Is, that, is it going to be today that he's supposed to tow in my van? or I
0: think he's supposed to send the tow truck for it, but I'm okay. honestly kind of doubtful that's going to happen. Okay. But yes, that was above the table. Mags didn't say yeah. that. So let's go back to the B&B. Get some delicious cooking for lunch.
4: Fine with that. you all Want to do that? Yeah, I'm down. Uh,
3: yeah. Sorry, Dennis is pondering what everything means, and it's making it hard for, for me to be Brad. I'll <laughs> tamp that down real quick.
0: Well, that's part of the reason why I'd like to go back to the b and B. I I feel like Miss Brown has been more open with us than anyone else has so far. And I'm wondering if... We can ask her some different questions and get further answers.
3: Do you think that you could go to the police department and kind of maybe throw your weight around and see if we could figure some stuff out?
0: That's absolutely a possibility. Cool. People seem to be, I don't know if intimidated is the right word, uh, but the sheriff certainly seems to be a powerful figure around here. Yeah. But I don't know. They did not seem to be paying much attention to Miss Kelly's claims about the thing that took her husband, even though there was a hole in the roof. Yeah. So I'm not optimistic that they're going to know very much at this point, much more than we are. I don't. Maybe we just need to go into the woods. Ugh. Ugh. yeah i'm not i don't love that idea
1: if we go during like daytime shouldn't it be less bad My yeah. spooky stuff doesn't come out during the day
0: that's a very optimistic view yeah
3: well if those spiders were up all night last night they're probably right, sleeping right. now right
0: sure sure famous
3: last word
0: <laughs> spooky stuff doesn't come out
2: during the day right
0: it's all gonna be fine all going to be fine.
2: Nothing could pos- possibly eat us or rip our limbs off or, <laughs> you no. Know,
0: all right. All right. Scream
2: at us until our eyes explode.
0: Okay. So we're going to start with lunch.
2: Let's do it. All right. Back to Ms. Brown's.
4: <laughs>
2: the scandalous bed and breakfast. <laughs> single woman inviting strangers into her house
4: mm.
2: I do declare some of those strangers are men <gasps> truly a, a great sinner
1: how can she know there's no religious books at the library
2: she'd have to go to the church
1: <laughs> <laughs> true
2: so you head back to Miss Brown's uh, when you get there you don't see her anywhere but on the kitchen counter, there are there is a plate of sandwiches prepared. Bless her, and covered with a cloth.
0: So country.
2: It's got a little note on it, it says, "Help yourself."
3: Brad does, <laughs> especially you, Brad. <laughs> Ooh, Brad blushes.
1: <laughs> is there anything suspicious about the sandwiches?
2: Why don't you roll investigate a mystery?
1: there's not like there's not any like there's not any weird Actually, powder on the sandwiches no, no, no. I'm gonna or
2: have like meat.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just normal Just Read right.
3: a bad situation. How about that? Roll quick because Brad's already eating a sandwich.
1: <laughs> I got a seven.
2: Okay, so how many do you hold on a seven? Hold one.
1: Yeah, any dangers I haven't noticed yet.
2: Okay. Sure. So, on the sandwiches,
4: you see a sprinkling of little white bits,
2: and you look at it, and you bring one up to your, to your face, and smell it, it doesn't smell like anything, and you taste it. Sesame seed. <laughs> and then, while you're doing that, you hear a thump from underneath the house, Ooh. oh dear. And then you hear some scraping.
0: Is there, like, a cellar entrance outside, like a walk down, or is there a a basement entrance here in the kitchen?
2: There is an outdoor cellar entrance that you noticed on the side of the house.
0: Well, I want to go around and see what that noise was.
1: I'll follow Max,
0: yeah, I'm definitely coming. Okay. Right, I'll, I'll proceed with caution. All right. Fair enough.
3: I ask Mags. Uh, we get to this little door and I kind of stop and say, do you want me to go check it out? I. I kind of do this like on the regular. So.
0: <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. Uh, yes. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you go down by yourself? I'll stay up here and cover this entrance.
3: Good thinking.
0: And then if, if I don't hear back from you in, say, a minute, we'll come in as well. All right.
3: Okay. Uh, Brad, se- Brad says, you got it. And then he whips out a pair of nunchucks that he has had tucked in under his shirt.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Mags instantly regrets this decision.
3: <laughs> um. Uh, he opens the cellar door, which I'm assuming is not locked. You reach down
2: and pull on the cellar door
0: and it is latched from the inside. Oh, bummer. Oh, is there like a latch we can see, like a window latch, or is it like a deadbolt?
2: You, you move out of the way and so that the sunlight shines down between the the two doors. And you see that there is a little bar, a small, you know, metal bar across.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, I'm. I
2: say a, a small metal latch. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. a fucking six foot bar. Like a I like mean, a like, yard
0: gate kind uh, of thing.
2: Yes, kind of. Yes.
0: Can I whip out? I've got a little multi tool like a little Leatherman, can I try and put it through the the doors and lift that up?
2: Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure, not to determine your success in this, because I think that you are able to do this. I just want to see if there are any consequences.
0: Sure. Sure. I just want to torture you. Oh. Would oh,
1: this be a time oh. to lend a helping hand?
0: No need, no torture involved. Oh, that's a thirteen, boo! Never mind.
1: Woo! Mags is a strong, independent woman. Don't need no man. Yeah,
2: I think you quickly and efficiently slip a slip the Leatherman out uh, and uh, flip the knife portion out and just pop that little lock real quick. Not lock, but the bar you slide it up and off. Quickly and quietly.
0: Perfect. So I'll pull back, nod to Brad begrudgingly,
3: <laughs>
0: and start looking at my watch. All
3: right. I open it up, uh, quietly if possible, and descend into the
2: darkness of the basement. Why don't you go ahead and roll Act Under Pressure for me and also give yourself an experience point for your move, you (laughs) little
3: sneaky fellow you. It makes sense. It's in character. All right, here we go. Act Under Pressure. Okay, that is a seven. Okay.
4: Hmm. Okay, so
2: the camera sees... I don't think that you see, again, forest, not trees. Right. Uh, Your foot step in a white powder substance. Don't get a good look at it.
1: Is it more sesame seeds? It is not more (laughs) sesame seeds. (laughs) Where it says, "Mm -mm." As you walk down
2: the stairs into the cellar. What do you do when you get to the bottom?
3: Okay. I am going to... uh, Is there any light
2: at all? There is light coming down from the double doors. Okay. That spills out at your feet. And you see storage. You see yard tools. You see, like, barrels of stuff. Uh, One barrel says beer. Miss Brown. You know, and (laughs) there's some kitchen items, some cooking ingredients, things like that. Okay. I don't have... Roots. Sure. Carrots, potatoes, things like that down here. Yeah. Not a whole crap ton of stuff, but enough.
3: Okay. Uh, I don't have service on my phone, but I do still have a flashlight on my phone. So I'm going to whip that bad boy out. And I'm going to, would this be investigate a mystery or read a bad situation as I'm prowling through the semi-darkness of this basement?
2: So, I don't think it's either of those okay. things. I don't think you need to make a okay. roll. Um, what you see before you is what I just described, as well as a door to another room.
3: Okay. Um, am go up and listen at it for a second. Do I hear anything? It is silent. Okay. And then you hear a single click. Does it sound like a click that a gun might make? It could sound like that, sure. (laughs) I'm going to roll to the side of the door, just out of the way of the door, and uh, wait a second and see if anything bad happens. Nothing? No shotgun blasts or anything crazy? Oh, man, I'm gonna commit I kicks the door in.
4: Oh! <laughs> Why don't you roll... Let's
2: just roll luck. So take your luck score divided by two. Okay. Round down. I have used no luck. So... And so roll 2d6 plus 3.
3: Okay. Three. Four is seven plus three is ten. Okay, you kick open the door
2: and we all hear we we switch the view to outside with mags and Morris standing there and you all hear a loud bang.
0: Go running.
2: It's a gunshot. Oh, no. And, Brad, there is, in the post of the doorframe, next to your head, there is, like, a smoking hole. Oh, my word. In the post. And before you stands Ms. Brown with a pistol in hand. And she is steadily pointing it in your direction.
0: Oh, my word.
2: And around her, you see books. You see many books. You also see bottles with things in them. There's a bottle with eyeballs. There are dead spiders. There are various liquids. There's dried-up, shriveled, long things uh, that look to have once been some kind of creature. Okay. There are herbs hanging from the ceiling, and she stands before you in a circle with writing inscribed all around it, and in front of a table with a book open on it, a knife to the side, a bowl, and other various things. There's like a bunch of raven's feathers, there's... Occult stuff.
1: Spooky shit.
2: I don't know. Mags! Yes. Actually, Heather and Lester, Yes. why don't you each name a witchy thing that is in this room? Crystals! (laughs) Yes. There is a crystal sitting there on the table.
0: I think that there is... An apothecary, like cabinet that is filled with like the the little drawers are open, and there's like herbs and things spilling out of some of the drawers.
3: I love that I love that, okay, definitely not what I was expecting, so Brad uh, looks at the hole in the door frame, looks back at Miss Brown, and says, Okay." I think it might be time for us to have a conversation.
2: Hey, everyone. This is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Transcripts of our show are available at our website, namelessmonsters.podbean.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice, and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting.
0: We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holisno Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes.